and welcome to episode 94 of the Gamers Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankers, alongside Bill Roberts and Adrian Wheeler. What's up? Hi, just, guys. Just got back from raiding Area 51. How, how'd yeah. that go? Did you find the aliens? My no. ass is sore. How about you? <laughs> I, <laughs> didn't find any aliens, but I drove out in the um, in a Star Wars uh, pod racer yeah. with a Halo Energy Sword. So Ooh, I think uh, my loot was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I need the, footage of this. Yeah, the RNG gods were in my favor. I got the loot that I wanted. Nice. I'm glad I didn't oh, go man. there. You know, you hate it when you raid and like you don't get anything. And I know, you see your man. friends getting shit and you get nothing. Seriously, it's the, it's worst. the worst. I'm pregnant with eggs. Oh wow! <laughs> How you, long is you the gestation the period, period for that? I don't know, but I have a bad feeling it's going to be a fat predator looking <laughs> thing coming out. Did anything happen with Area 51? No, I saw one guy Naruto pe- running. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. stood around there and partied a little bit and then left. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It's all it nothing, was. anything too crazy. They stayed far enough away where they wouldn't get arrested or yeah. shot. Yeah, they were just like talking with the guards. That would have been the perfect distraction for yeah. someone to that's go what underneath. I'm saying. <laughs> you guys did. I'm sure sure you've seen it. Like the big UFO story this week, though, right? Yeah, the Tom DeLonge. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that stuff that came out that they the the uh, US. Navy, I think it was the Navy, came mm-hmm. out and said, "Yeah, that's actually real," and you weren't supposed to see that. Yeah. Yep. Um, now it's they're not saying timing. it's aliens, but they're saying if you see, I've seen those videos, and it's it's what they're tracking is definitely intelligently controlled and um, moving in ways that don't make sense. Because um, what, what you see is it, it was taken from fighter jets from cameras no, when was jet. it from how long ago was it taken i want to say 20 2004 i think was when the first one was done oh, okay gotcha i saw an interview with one of the pilots that filmed it was yeah. on it was on i don't know i can't remember where it was but he was just talking about first i thought it was a drone and you can hear in the tape going it's a drone bro and then they're just kind of like what and then there's a bunch of them yeah and they said that is um nothing what you've seen compared to what they see all the time, he's like, it's it, it's nothing, mm. and it's kind of at the point where, yeah, something's up. Interesting. And because everybody laughed at Tom DeLong when he first started doing oh, yeah. this, like he quit Blink One Eighty Two to go on this thing, and he kept saying, "I've got footage that is going to blow people's minds. It's the real deal." And I've heard that so many times over the years, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, sure. Bigfoot's real too. Yeah, um, sitting right next to you, brother. <laughs> Did you see all the sightings went up when I went down to the Hocking Hills? Aw. <laughs> I got shot at everywhere I went. Um, no, but um, I just think that's kind of cool, man, that uh, there may be real, credible, tangible evidence to um, other life out there. Does that mean Mass Effect is becoming a reality? I hope so. Because I'd, I'd be down. Because EA is not going to remaster them, so at least we can like. We have to make it, it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, just to be on the safe side, anybody like, you know. Yeah, get a bag of Reese Pieces just to keep on you, yeah. just in case. Because <laughs> I've seen enough movies, and I know movies mean real things. True, know that they like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, that's Area Fifty One, yep, and that happened. Me, it, we, you know, something may have happened. We just don't know about it. What's that? Like, no, I'm saying something could have happened, but like, yeah, that could have been just a distraction. Don't know. What happened? All if the they, Minecraft nerds could have like dug under, or we all could have got Men in Black like device things. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. something happened, and we're all like, "Whoa, there's aliens!" And then psh, they did it happened. wrong, though. They should have dressed up as aliens. Then they would have taken them into the base, <laughs> yeah, and then true. they don't have to break <laughs> in. They're already got loose again. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a biscuit! Oh, that's amazing. Man, it just yeah. Come on, man. Think outside the box. I know guys. that's what you got to do. But outside that's what the box. that's what we do at the Gamers Advocate, and yeah. we're a, a show all about aliens and. <laughs> 
UFOs <laughs> and Tom DeLong, and we go live every week. And uh, I wish my last name was DeLong for the record. <laughs> record <laughs> so stated. much fun. <laughs> if you want to be a part of the show, please send an email to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. <laughs> Once again, that is podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And I know we were talking about aliens and stuff, but like I actually went to space two weeks ago. So yes, you did. I can't <laughs> finally get to hear about this I from know. the source. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah. Where's I, that lightsaber? Let me I see know, it. I forgot to bring it. <laughs> he forgot to bring it. I have a pen that's like green colored that kind of looks like a lightsaber. Let's see it. Now you don't. You no <laughs> longer. Lightsaber. You no longer have a pen that looks it's like a lightsaber. It's to the wall. <laughs> My brand. <laughs> I don't remember that commercial. <laughs> the contacts. My brand. Anyway, yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Galaxy's Edge was freaking amazing. So yeah, I went to Walt Disney World and spent three days there. I went to like the Epcot Food and Wine Festival and tried a whole bunch of food and got to explore everything and went to the Halloween party at Magic Kingdom and went over to Animal Kingdom and went on a safari and saw lions and all this cool stuff. And it was really fun. But obviously the big, big ticket item was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So I stayed at the Swan Hotel at Walt Disney World. And the reason I stayed it because if you stay on property, you get to take a part of extra, extra magic hours, which is allows you to go in the park from 6 to 9 a.m. <laughs> nice. So... I went to, so I got there probably around like 5.30 to Hollywood Studios, and there were a decent amount of people. Like, the crowds haven't been too crazy, and it's partially because of the hurricane, partially because, yeah, you know, it's, I think, I think people yeah, away. Exactly. <laughs> they got blown the fuck out yeah. of there. I mean, Disney, their like, mind was blown. Disney <laughs> shut down early for like the first time in like forever because of the hurricane, which was kind of interesting, like wow. a couple weeks ago, whatever it was. But um, yeah, it was really cool. And also, you know, the park's not, I mean, there's another ride coming, so there's really only one ride there now. So I think some people are kind of afraid of the crowds that actually didn't actually come <laughs> it was like oh there's gonna be too many people so that not as many people booked trips and now nobody's really there mm-hmm. i mean it's still crowded but it's not as like crazy as i was expecting that's probably um, a good thing yeah though. i mean it for was, now for, for yeah i mean for the people going it was amazing i'm sure yeah. disney's probably like son of a bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway so i get, we got there at 5 30 and there was a, yeah like i said a decent amount of people waiting all this stuff and then right at probably 5 55 all these first order stormtroopers like came up to us they were probably like maybe 10 or 15 that just like walked up to the crowd and they started blasting like this, you know, first order Imperial music throughout the entire park. And they walked us to galaxy's edge because the whole story is galaxy's edge takes place on a planet called Batu at the black spire outpost. And the first order has occupied this place and it takes place after the last Jedi. So there's like first order stormtroopers walking around and stuff. So they kind of, I mean, for the people that were at Extra Extra Magic Hours, they had this thing where, like, the First Order Stormtrooper were, like, walking you into Batu and, like, welcoming these new travelers and stuff, which, once again, just played to the whole immersion of everything. Did they do it by gunpoint? Uh, No. See, that would have been cool. I mean, there were were a lot of people, so it probably probably didn't work as well, but they were just walking people and stuff. And. So did they talk like stormtroopers? Like, yeah. Oh, did yeah. it sound like uh-huh, them? Uh-huh, definitely. Nice. Yeah, they have like, uh, I mean, they, so yeah, well, I'll get to kind of the immersion of all that stuff. But so they were walking us through. So they, they take everybody into Galaxy's Edge and we're walking through and it's still dark outside. So, you know, I start, you, you kind of go in and the coolest thing about Galaxy's Edge is you can't see any of the rest of the park. So it like really feels like you're in this place. So it was nighttime and there was, you kind of go through this wooded area and you go through kind of a resistance part of the, of the base. And then they're basically taking you to the Millennium Falcon where the, the ride is, the smugglers run. So you, you, I walk in there and, you know, I've done a lot of my research for Millennium Falcon and how things were going. So I didn't want that to be my first experience because I've heard from a lot of people that the wait time throughout the day isn't really that long. So I'm like, I kind of wanted to just experience everything else. And I've heard some of the, 
items sell out quickly. So I wanted to like just purchase a couple things and get those things. So I asked one of the the local people to if I could just walk around like while everyone was going to the Millennium Falcon. So they're like, yeah, of course. So I, I walked up the stairs and I went to like the marketplace. They have like kind of looks like a Middle Eastern market with stalls and shops and all this stuff. And for about five or ten minutes, I was walking through Galaxy's Edge literally by myself with just me and a few shopkeepers setting up their store because everybody else was kind of at the Millennium Falcon. And they're all dressed as... Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's authentic. Yeah, you're I mean, in Star exactly, Wars like, world. I literally, like, it was one of the It's like most, you're on set. Yeah, it was one of the most surreal oh. moments I've... Because, like, that's always the biggest problem with big touristy places. Like, you can't really get that feeling of Star Wars, like, whatever you're trying to experience sometimes when there's so many people and people are screaming and crying and pooping and whatever they're doing. <laughs> Let's be honest. All at once. <laughs> exactly. Let's be honest. Did you? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I was walking through for, like I said, about five or ten minutes before other people kind of went by. And I just like, I w- it was, I mean, I, it's a dream come true. I've always dreamed of being in this universe and stuff like that. And it was just unbelievable being able to see that. So, you know, I went into a lot of some of the shops. I went to this place called Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. And it's run by this Ithorian who are like the hammerhead type looking aliens. Nice. And there's a full animatronic of him. And he's kind of like the guy behind the counter counting everything. And there's little like you know, Easter eggs all around. So like, that's the coolest thing about star Wars is like, it's not all in your face, but there's like stuff. If you look, there's, there's little things like there's, you know, the helmet that princess Leia wore when she went to Jabba's palace, when she was dressed up as a bounty hunter, there's a Bantha, like a full, or, uh, um, uh, Oh my God. What is it called? Oh my God. I'm blanking on the abominable snowman t- looking thing. Oh, <laughs> um, Jack. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is going to bother me so bad. Wampa. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah like it, a giant Wampa was like standing up there and there's, you could buy the Kyber crystals for your lightsaber and you could buy legacy lightsabers. And there's all these, these tools. And the coolest thing is like you, when you talk to people, so like I would go up to the local Batuians as they're called and they would say, you know, bright mo- bright suns or rising moons or till the spire. They have like their own kind of language. And I was wearing like a Mickey Mouse shirt and people would look at me and say, oh, what is that? Like, what's that little mouse thing I keep seeing people wear? It kind of looks like a Batuian rat or something. <laughs> so like, and then I, I asked somebody because I heard there were fireworks that you could kind of see from like across that were at Hollywood Studios, but they're not actually in the park. And I was like, is there like a fireworks show? And, and they were like, yeah, there's actually off world. They have like a little fireworks show that they happen once every once every few moons or something. So like the whole thing is like you're on this planet. So that's one of the coolest parts about this. Like you talk to people and they ask you about like where you came from. Like I told them I was from like Cleveland, Ohio. And they're like, that's a long name for a planet. <laughs> like, yeah. So they're like, be, how, how do you not work there? I mean, I know I'm very concerned and like, you know, so, and everyone just sells it so well. And yeah, it's, just, it's not just like some shitty snot. No, teenagers yeah, not at all. And like even job. even like the like if you go and buy a soft drink like a Coke, they're shaped as like thermal detonators kind of. And like the Dasani bottles have like the Arabesh, which is like the one of the languages in Star Wars. And all like, you know, how the soft drink like containers or when you're, you know, when you're at a fast food restaurant, there's all this soft drinks in a row. Those are all like kind of in Arabesh. So everything you look, you're in this world. So it's, I saw the picture that you had of that. So yeah. it looks, you can tell what it is, but you can tell by the colors. Yeah. Like, you know, the is, logos you know and the colors and everything, but it's in like a different Coke. language and stuff, which is so cool. Did you try to put any thermal detonators? On yeah. The I brought, I brought a Coke and a Sprite home. <laughs> so Sweet. that was cool. But actually before I, before I left, they, did they check you yeah, hard. The TSA changed the rule and they said, oh, you could actually bring this cause Sweet. it was kind of stupid, but um, so yeah, but then yeah, obviously uh, the immersion part was cool, but seeing the millennium Falcon was like, 
insane too. I mean, it's like a full scale. I mean, you walk up to this thing, you're like, holy shit. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen it and I've, I've seen people's reactions. I've seen videos of it, but when you're actually there and you see the spires in the background, especially when I came in and the sun was like rising, I was like, what is happening? This is insane. Yeah, it was, it was just unbelievable. Every single moment. And I just, I love just walking around and just experiencing it and seeing everything. And there's not like, you know, at Disney World, there's like character spots where you can go get autographs or take pictures. Like you go wait in line and you go take a picture with Mickey or you do this kind of stuff. But in Galaxy's Edge, it's not like that. So Chewbacca and Ray are just like walking around. They're like on their own schedule. So like Chewbacca will be walking with one of the local Batuians to the Millennium Falcon because he has to go check repairs or something. So like he'll stop and, you know, take a picture with you and do stuff. But he's like on his way. So he'll like keep walking and stuff. So How like, tall is he? He's like, yeah, very, yeah, probably seven feet or six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's really tall. Like, he's definitely looks like Chewbacca. And there's first order stormtroopers walking around, like, kind of interrogating people. Like, if someone's taking a picture, they'll be like, what is that data pad? What do you have on there? Are you hiding a resistance spy? Is, is there anything happening? Or, like, there was, uh, there was this, it was so cute. There was this little girl who was dressed up as, like, a Sith and she had, like, a little red lightsaber. And for, like, maybe five minutes, these stormtroopers were escorting her through the, like, the park and making everyone move out of the way. It's <laughs> That's awesome. It was, it was, she, that had to, oh man, she'll never forget that. I know, That's it was so great. cool. And then Kylo Ren's walking around trying to like find the resistance spies and he's going up to people and trying to ask what you know of. So like, once again, that, that part sells the immersion and stuff like that. So if, I know if they came up to me and asked me that, I would be like, yes, yes, I, <laughs> yes, I am. And then start backing away to see what they would do. <laughs> like, I'm going to get chased and caught yeah. by stormtroopers. That's awesome, man. That sounds fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and like all the different toys. Like I bought some stuffed animals of Ahsoka and Yoda and Chewbacca. And they feel like homemade toys. And I bought like a Millennium Falcon and an X-Wing for Liam. And they're like made out of wood. So like it feels like they're homemade kind of nice. toys. They're not like just, you know, chitsy like metal toys or anything like that. Um, Did you buy a lightsaber? Oh, yeah. So I we, we're getting there. I can't believe you forgot it. <laughs> So the lightsaber, so I, I'm, I'm torn between this because I don't really want to say everything because I feel like this is something that needs to be experienced by people. But this was like, you know, a transformative or like life changing moment for me because, you know, I've always dreamed of, of building a lightsaber and being a Jedi and like growing up, I always pretended I was a Jedi and did all that kind of stuff. And the way they sell this thing. So you go to this place called Savvy's Workshop and um, it's it's kind of positioned as a like a junk a scrapyard or junkyard so there's no signs like there's nothing that's like hey come build your lightsaber here things like that but there is the this this banner of like the jedi symbol that's kind of on there kind of just indicating that it's there and then if you go to people and you say yeah i'm looking to uh you know if somebody would walk up and say i'm looking to build a lightsaber or something they'll be like Shh, the resistance is is here you can't like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know anything so it's like kind of hush hush so you have to like make appointments and do all that stuff and Say, like, you know, I have an appointment with Savi, and they're like, okay, we'll come and see you. So you choose your lightsaber. There's four different types that's kind of based on different different values, ancient Jedi or natural things or the dark and the darkness and power and stuff like that. They take you into this little room, and there's this woman called Kembe, and she kind of guides you through this whole thing. And she tells you kind of this whole story about, you know, Ray and the, the the resistance and, like, what's happening and what the lightsaber means and kind of the history of it and while she's kind of explaining this whole thing, they cue in music cues from like the from like the the trilogy and from Star Wars and from everything. So as they're talking about Ray, Ray's theme will start playing, or as they talk about Luke and Leia and Han and these other people, like their what? themes will come in, and nice. they they show you like the Kyber crystals, and they 
tell you like this is the blue kyber crystal that was used by obi-wan kenobi and all these great jedis of the past and as they're talking about the kyber crystals like the room the lights in the room change to the blue or change to the green and then they like do the whole thing where you know you have to close your eyes and like picture like the kyber crystals call out to you it's kind of like in harry potter like the wand chooses you but the kyber crystal chooses you and like you open your eyes and then like this one of the helpers is there with like these all the kyber crystals there for you to do it and you build your whole lightsaber you do the whole thing and there's just little moments and like i said i don't want to like spoil everything for people because it's something that i really think you need to experience but it was like I mean, it, it brought me to tears. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm almost getting a little tear. Yeah, I mean, right it was, this is, and, and like, like I, and like, there's, there's even more little, little things that I, like I said, I don't want to spoil that are amazing, but it's an amazing experience. But it's also amazing because it's sold so well by the people who work there, and just walking you through everything and the music that comes in and just the way it's there. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I uh, there's, there's no words. <laughs> but in the end, you choose the color, though, right? Yeah. They oh, don't yeah. say. They don't just say. No. Yeah. So, so basically, you choose, you choose your type of lightsaber, and then they give you a pin that you kind of wear, and that's like kind of signify that you're part of the resistance and you know what's happening and you're there. And then they, you get different tools. So like you have to build your hilt, obviously. So you build if you have to select certain parts. So for the base there's two options so you choose one of two there's like different the like activator where you like turn the lightsaber on you choose one or two of them you have to input your kyber crystal into there you have to choose like the type of style you want so you kind of i mean it's not like super customized because there's not too many options but you still get kind of like a little bit of a little bit of custom things for what what happens when you turn it on so well so that's that's one of the things that i don't really want to (laughs) spoil because they do a really special moment about turning it on for the first time and kind of having that feeling of togetherness and hope and everything and something special i mean it's i'm telling you it's <laughs> it's it's crazy i get chills even thinking about it man it's, like does it really light up like a light oh, yeah, comes out definitely. of it yeah when you turn it on yeah like I, a real lightsaber yeah i mean it's it's like i mean it, it feels like or is it like a stick that's always there and that yeah, just lights yeah. up it's okay. it's like it's like a toy i mean there's they've made replica lightsabers and toy lightsabers but they're very good material these ones are like yeah very like good metal and it feels real like it oh, feels like nice. yeah so it's it's got some really good feelings i mean the unfortunate part it's 200 dollars, so it is kind of expensive so it's, but it's but it's the whole I mean, experience yeah i mean I, I i don't regret it at all and the moments and I, I mean that's that's one of the things for me especially what i love so much about star wars is like the music and like the things that like it brings and the emotions that it brings to you and just in that 20 minute experience i just felt so many things that like i've you know felt my entire life that have really you know it's it's it sounds silly but like the ways of the jedi used to like try to live up to the name of a jedi and stuff like that and just hearing all of that come together and seeing the lightsaber that i built come to life and stuff was it was it was unbelievable man i want to see what happens if you choose the dark side though. <laughs> like how they re- i would love to see how they react so, well, so and what they do so yeah so they i mean they don't they don't really do to anything too much i mean they'll they they mention the red kyber crystal and say you know this is used this has been used by vader and kylo ren and stuff like that but this this journey this this thing where we're on now with with ray and the hope and what's happening with the fall of the, the first order and these things like that that's the past and we're here to forge a new future like these kyber crystals ha- these red kyber crystals have been used by some of like the greatest villains in the galaxy but that doesn't define them and doesn't define you so you are the one who choose to make your own path and stuff like that which is really cool so i'd be funny if they were like uh-oh yeah I know. <laughs> yeah it's red like alert. oh you chose a red one uh you're kind of in trouble there buddy <laughs> or like they had kylo ren walk in behind you and <laughs> yeah, like put his like, hand on your shoulder and just like, like good job buddy my man my man, <laughs> my man. but yeah they uh they, it's 
like I said, it was just that's amazing. It, it was literally it was unbelievable. Like I, I don't know. It's it's hard to really put into words the feelings that it, that I had through that whole experience and experiencing it for the first time. And even I feel like I knew a little t- too much. Like if I would have experienced that, like not knowing anything, if I mean, I it, it would have been even a little better because the surprise and just how much care they put. That's just what I loved about this place. Like how much care they put into it. And, you know, uh, throughout the day, you know, I went to, I built a droid. I built an R2-D2 droid, which was cool. And it, it wasn't the most involved process. So I was a little, not, I mean, disappointed maybe is not the like quite the word. But especially after building the lightsaber, it was like I got to screw in a few things and choose my parts. And I was like, well, that was kind of cool. Um, but then, yeah, I did the smuggler's run ride where you get to actually fly the Millennium Falcon. What job did you get on it? So I got very lucky because I got the co-pilot for the first time and that's the one who gets to uh pilot up and down and also like jump to hyperspeed so so yeah so i got to you know pilot and you're right in front and you're seeing everything and going through stuff and then you get to jump to hyperspeed and that was like i was blown away too it was such a cool thing and even like the the whole queue walking through the whole thing you get to walk through um i don't know if you guys are familiar with hondo anaka who was in Star Wars Rebels and uh, the, the Clone Wars? He's he was actually he's voiced by Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh, actually, and a lot of other characters, which is cool. But he's kind of like this smuggler, kind of smug, like you know, charismatic guy who's uh, who is actually an animatronic who looks like very real. Like when you see him, like I don't know if you guys saw the videos I post on Twitter, but yep. it, like he looks like he's an actual person in a costume, but it was it's all animatronic and stuff. But the Millennium Falcons basically had Hondo's like transport station for repairs and stuff. And you go on a mission with him and stuff. So he's kind of the one guiding you through everything. So you're going through his transport, seeing different ships and seeing the different angles of the Falcon as you're walking through. And then you walk through the the actual Millennium Falcon with like the Dejaric chessboard thing there. Does that and, work? Uh, it doesn't work. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That would have been Then nuts. you see like Luke's, you know, training helmet with the droid where he was like practicing with his lightsaber. And there's like all those little moments. There's like Porg's nest that you could kind of see. Because <laughs> once again, it was after The Last Jedi. And then you walk into the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and you strap in and it's just like this whole ride through this whole mission to try to get coaxium, which is this very like valuable resource and stuff. And it was so immersive and so awesome. And it, I just loved it. But, but there are six seats. So there's two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. The gunner and the engineer are just not that great. Like, really? it's really a kind of a shame because the pilots are super fun because you're in the action, you're moving up and down. But the engineers, you're basically just pushing buttons. Like, when things break, you have to just, like, push buttons and, like, flips, like, switches. And it's, like, kind of on the side and, like, the buttons aren't that different. And it's just, it's just was not that cool and like the gunners like you expect to have like a joystick or you expect to kind of be like shooting but that's also just buttons too like you have to like there's one button for shooting mm-hmm. high one button for shooting in the middle one button for shooting lower oh i thought so, be yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah, i thought you were that. like yeah like doing the whole you know like luke and high yeah. they're like yeah don't get cocky. yeah exactly like don't get cocky that's what i was hoping for like they had something like that but it's yeah it was it was really weird so it's it's a shame because like the pilot is obviously awesome but i feel like it's just it's really the luck of the draws because I've, I've heard from a lot of people who got engineer first and they're like, like it was fun, but I don't know. It wasn't like anything that great. So is it possible like you could keep going through and then keep getting screwed on the engineer? Oh, over well, and so, over? so this is funny. So I, I rode the ride probably nine or 10 times. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so because so you did everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because once again, it was I was very fortunate because the crowds weren't as crazy because I went on a Wednesday, you know, school's back in session. The hurricane just happened. So I, it was like kind of a good time for me to kind of be there and stuff, but they have a single rider line where you can go and kind of skip a bunch of the line. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quick, but the problem is they like, 
they'll take like, oh, you have two, you have three. Okay. And then they'll take a single rider. So whenever you're the single rider, you're usually always like the sixth person. So you always get engineer. So like I went like three or four times and like I kept getting engineer. I'm like, this is stupid. So then I had to wait through the line again. And then I got finally got gunner after a few times. But yeah, it just, that was the one, the one thing that I'm just like, I, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't think of that. Cause I feel like depending on where you sit really determines how cool this ride is. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they'll retool it. Over yeah, time. I hope so. Cause like when you're the pilot, like you feel it going up, like your move, your motions are happening, movements are happening, but it's, yeah, it wasn't as uh, I don't know. wasn't as, yeah, how was the motion for the other, uh, cause like I know like Emily and I have talked about going cause that'd be like an amazing experience, oh, but she's very motion sick when it comes to rides. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's not like a full roller coaster. Like it's mm-hmm. one of those things where you're sitting in a seat and you're it's like you're a simulation. Yeah. It's a simulation and there's one part where you kind of like drop down and stuff. It's, I mean, it's not one of the craziest rides I've ever been on. I mean, there's definitely like, m- like motion and movement and you do kind of feel it, but I don't think it's like the craziest ride. Okay. So, I mean, I've heard some people have a few issues with it. But and it really, you know, just depends on kind of who you are and stuff. But I didn't, I didn't think it was like the craziest ride that I've ever been on or anything. Okay. But it was definitely very cool. Um, so yeah, that so that was that was amazing. I love just yeah watching walking around and seeing everything in action. I tried the blue milk and the green. Oh milk. yeah, how, how was that? <laughs> so the blue milk's actually real. I enjoyed the blue milk a lot. The green milk tasted like flowers. It was really not that good. But the blue milk was it was it's a plant based drink, which is weird. Like it's not even dairy. Like it's not even milk. Oh, sweet. Which, That's good for me. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> it's good for a lot of people who have, like, dairy allergies and things like that. But it's, like, a sweet, coconutty kind of drink. Really? It's kind of like a slushy, which is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and then I went to Oga's Cantina, which is, like, the, the bar type thing or the cantina. Do they have vodka? They do. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of really cool drinks. And, yeah, you space vodka. Yeah, they have, like, certain drinks that are used, like, you know, dry ice and certain, like, pop rocks. And, like, they have this really alien-style feel. And Sweet. DJ Rex is there, who was, like, the old <laughs> pilot of the Star Tours thing from Disney World. And there's all these little things, which is really cool. Um, and it just, like I said, there was just so many little things that I just loved about this place. And I just had the best time just literally just walking around and just exploring and, you know, turning a corner and seeing an X-Wing or seeing an A-Wing or knowing things and it was just a dream come true like it really was like you know when you have expectations for something that are so high and a lot of times they don't really live up to it and this like really really did for me now you know exactly how i feel about the new tool album <laughs> <laughs> yes i know i'm finally i get to feel that because i i like it better now yeah than i did the first week which is a out. great thing yep. it it takes patience. Yeah. There's a little, I heard something on a song the other day that I never heard before. That's awesome. And it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, I won't go into it again. I've done it too much, but yeah. um, that's the same feeling where it was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for not, not being a letdown. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it was just, and you know, like my final moments in Batu were like, I was standing just on, on a wall, just looking at the Millennium Falcon, listening to, you know, the, the song, the Jedi, the Jedi steps and finale from Force Awakens, like when Ray sees Luke and the whole ending and they kind of have different music cues. And I was just standing there for 15 minutes, just listening to music, just standing like, I can't even believe that I'm here. Like, it was just. Did it make you sad to leave? A very. <laughs> I was very, very hard to leave. And this is my thing about Galaxy's Edge, because I'm, I'm also a little torn on this side of things. I mean, I know there's a lot of Star Wars fans out there, but I feel like. I'm a little worried about it because it's very cool. It's like if you're a Star Wars fan, it's like amazing. But for the casual kind of person, like it's I think it's cool to see, but there's like one ride. A lot of the things are kind of expensive to do. And I feel like after you kind of see everything, it's like, okay. 
So it's, I don't know, like if you're a Star Wars fan and you know things and you know to look for the Easter eggs, it's like mm-hmm. a dream come true. And obviously there's a lot of these people, but it's not, I feel like there's not as much to do for people that maybe not, aren't into the whole like, oh, you're living on a Star Wars planet. So You know what though? Try to look at it this way. Finally, in in a, in a day, uh, in this age of just mass consumerism, commercialism. Yeah. They, something was made for the diehards, which is amazing. Something, yeah, agreed. something very well done, very well was 100%. made for the diehards. Um, that's kind of cool, man. I, I just embrace it that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely think that. I'm I mean, sure, I'm sure they'll add to it because yeah, right? that's. I mean, obviously, like the lightsaber part was probably my favorite thing ever in my life. But if I had to choose like the second or like one percent below that, it definitely was the people, like the cast members. That each person has their own backstory. Like I talked to people about where they came from, what other jobs they do, how long they've been here. I mean, they then they they're just so they love being there and they just really sell that because at the end of it, like it's like when you go to a foreign country and like you talk to people and like they have different sayings like you like, you, you know, when when you say something like if you go to Spain or something or Mexico and you say like, hola, or like como estas and you don't really know the language, you kind of have that little feeling of like you feel like kind of a visitor, like you want to be a part of the culture and stuff like that, but you like being a part of it. So like I, after spending a few hours there, I literally felt like I was in another country. Like it didn't feel like I was at a Disney park. So it was such like a different feeling, which was so cool. I just, that's great. I That's loved amazing. it, man. It was, it was I'm amazing. I'm so glad that, that <laughs> you got to go, you got to go. And then it was what you wanted it yeah. to be. And then yep. some, you and know, yeah, and I do want to, you know, guide people to my Twitter at Adam bankers, because I chronicled my entire journey yes, through Disney world and galaxy's edge. And you can find out a lot more and see anything. And yeah, if you have any questions feel free to reach out but it was i'm going back in december nice so, well, nice <laughs> when the rise of the resistance opens so i was so, you beat me to it i was gonna say so when do you go back so yeah i go back <laughs> in december because yeah one of my friends actually wanted to, betsy and i to go down with them so it just happened to work out and then that was our original plan and then i made this one happen nice. so then i'll definitely probably go back whenever this hotel opens so we'll see nice. yeah i wonder if it'll pick up too when the next movie comes I, out i, th- I and, think yeah. when the movie when the next ride opens up i think i th- definitely think it'll it'll pick up a lot more so that's yeah. a good start though yeah it was nice good. so i yeah, <laughs> sorry for my little tangent of no I, we, I was looking yeah. forward to this <laughs> I've been looking forward you to this. Completely for sure. sold it on me. Yeah, I mean, I was already sold before. I mean, you are Star wearing Wars. a Star Wars shirt. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that was my big adventure. What about you guys? What have you been up to, Adrian? <laughs> um, let's see. Just playing, playing. Um, that's a word. Um, a lot of two games, really. Um, pretty boring. Destiny two and Modern Warfare. Um, the beta. Um, Destiny two. I'm in it as much as I've ever been before, possibly even more. I need to get back in it. What um, are you? Are you? Have you finished a lot of the content? Are you just doing like raids? Or doing yeah. So I, I haven't even touched any of the raids. Oh, okay. I have been doing a ton of exotic quests. Uh, in the past two or three weeks, I've gotten, um, I've finished three exotic quests. Which those like these are quests to get like exotic guns yep. or armor pieces. Um, actually, I think just guns. I don't think any exotic armor. Uh, quests exist anyway but these are long quests they're like five steps and you have to each step is usually you know takes a while to do um so i've been working on those and and getting those unlocked um this week is iron banner uh which i don't know most people may not might not know what that is but it's um it's a multiplayer mode where um your light level like the level of your guardian actually matters when going up against other uh players so usually Hmm. if you play in the crucible um Someone can be light level 750 and someone could be like 500, um, but they're going to be on the equal setting, like equal footing. But in this, uh, like the 500 level person won't even be able to touch the 750. <clears throat> so it really, uh, 
um, is all about the light levels. Um, and since I was like away from destiny for most of the year i am like around 700 so i'm going up against 750 so i'm getting it's i'm, I'm doing pretty well i feel for being at a de- decent size disadvantage um but with each iron banner for each season there's an armor set and uh each season is like three maybe four months and so this is like hey iron banner comes once a month so you have three or four options each week you know or uh, a week each month to jump in and work on these quests i am doing this entire quest step for all this armor in this one week since i never played the other the other times it showed up oh, so i've just been grinding <laughs> probably this week alone since uh since tuesday when the reset came and iron banner opened up i've probably played at least 15 hours since tuesday wow of just wow. of awesome. just multiplayer and destiny 2 um glad you enjoyed it so much yeah i love it Man, when that game gets that grips on you oh, it yeah. is like nothing else yep it's and been a while for me unfortunately but like i need to get back into it because yeah it's that i mean when you're in that game it's mm-hmm. one of the most fun i've ever yep. I've, I've ever had playing games it's yep. so good well um yeah i'm um i haven't like i said i haven't even touched the raids there's three raids waiting for me to play yeah. that i like still haven't even done yet and <laughs> the new content drops in a little over a week um cross you, is cross play it's okay. not cross play but it's cross save cross save right. so oh yes that's make right. sure you if, if you're going to switch to pc make yeah. sure you <coughs> get that taken care of before uh right, october right. 1st right um so yeah i'm i'm loving it and then i've been playing a lot of mono warfare um beta i played about probably five hours the first weekend on playstation 4 and then about five hours on thursday on pc um there's i made a list of the things that um bother me about it and they're just small little things um overall like when i read off this list it's gonna sound like i hate the game i definitely don't it's call <laughs> of duty and i've loved all call of duties basically so i really enjoy the game but there's just there are a lot of things that um that i don't love about it uh, and i would probably preface this with saying like i think infinity ward made you know call of duty 4 modern warfare 2 modern warfare 3 all great games m- like most Call of Duty players will say, like, yeah, I started with Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Um, but I feel like ever since Modern Warfare 3, they've had Ghost, Infinite Warfare, and now this game. And I'd say ever since the new, um, like, this new generation of consoles, um, the one we're currently in, I guess, um, came around, Infinity Ward has been the worst of the three studios, in my opinion. Yeah, At sure. least for me. Those are the games that I enjoy the least. So, like, yes, I still enjoy this game, but I like black ops 4 better i like world war 2 better and again this is just a beta so it's mm-hmm. not a full game of course but based off of my impression so far i like those two better um i like this better than infinite warfare but i liked um, black ops 3 better i like advanced warfare better um so it's good um is it just the feel of it is it the, it's the like time to kill is it the, the time to kill apparently people are saying that it's in between um like world war 2 and um black ops 4 that's what uh, someone made a video about it saying that's where it sits. I haven't seen the video. I probably believe them, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's much faster. Yeah, it feels really fast. Like, I yeah. played a little bit, too. It feels really quick to me, yeah. especially after last year with, like, the health and certain things yeah. like that. It, yeah. It's definitely, like, I I was hitting people pretty quickly, and they were going down. So. Yeah. Um, and the guns, like, I mentioned this last weekend, um, the guns... Um, I would say feel better than they've ever felt uh, in a way like they feel more true to life like there's more recoil and they just uh, they feel like actual guns I guess Um, but that makes it harder to play Uh, when it comes to shooters I prefer more of a arcade than a simulation I like Call of Duty 
arcade fast paced style more than I like um, Battlefield because Battlefield is a bit more simulation. I mean, it's still an arcade shooter, but it's it's more truer to life, I guess. Right. Um, I mean, there's a spectrum, um, but uh, it it definitely it's still Call of Duty, but it doesn't feel quite like other Call of Duties uh, of recent uh, past. Um, there's just little things here and there, like it's kill streaks instead of score streaks, so nobody plays the objective. There's so many games where we're playing in this beta and like Christian and I have talked about it. We're like, yeah, it's the beta. So we're just like trying to get in gunfights. We don't really care about playing the objective, right. but there's games where we lose uh, like a king of the hill mode, like 300 to zero because nobody on our team, <laughs> including us, is going for the objective because oh there's God. no point. You don't get any rewards for playing objective. Yeah, in other is, games, if you play domination, you capture a point, you get 100, you get 100 points and that goes towards your score streak to get a UAV or a, a cruise missile or an airstrike. That doesn't happen. It's just kills and that's really annoying. You think they'll make changes to that? Um, possibly. It out? Possibly. They've when made changes uh, October 25th. They've yeah, made changes to the mini map. Originally, there was no mini map at all. Uh, now there's a mini map, but you don't see enemy gunfire on it. Like in the past, there would be a red dot on your mini map for where an enemy is. They right. have a compass that, as you spin, it's just like a, a compass that says like 90, 120, 150, and that has a red dot on it. Um, but the there, there's no, it's it's just different than how it's been before. Um, so they've definitely they did bring that back. So there's they are open to making changes. Um, I would say that this game has the worst camping. Um, of any oh, Call of Duty sucks. I've played in a long time. Really? One, the maps are much larger, um, and people are still trying to get used to it. I think once people are used to it more, it's not a, as big of a deal. Yeah. Um, but I think partly because of the mini map thing, you know, it, you don't show up on the the radar, and so people just camp a little bit more. Um, but the biggest thing is this uh, perk called Ghost, and this will be my last thing, and we can move on. But uh, there's this perk that's been in Call of Duty games for years called Ghost, and in the recent iterations, it's been really good, um, like really balanced. The perk is whenever um, you're firing your weapon, or no, when someone has UAV, you don't show up on the radar. Um, in most recent games, it's been if you're moving. So it prevents people from camping because if someone has a UAV and you're sitting in a corner, like not moving, you'll still show up. In this one, that's not the case. You can be sitting in a corner, not moving at all, and you still won't show up on the radar. So it it's 100% like encourages camping. So yeah, that's not good. Like I said, there's a lot of little things. Uh, I still like it. I'm gonna put 100 plus hours into it easily because um, that's how I do for all Call of Duty games. Um, yeah, and it's interesting because it sounds like a lot of your issues are not with the game itself, just kind of the stuff that's like surrounding it. So hopefully, yeah. if they adjust some of that, yeah. the game feels good to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I like it. I, I'm not like talking shit on it. There's just some things that yeah, prevent sure. it from making it my favorite Definitely. in recent time so yeah because for me like i i haven't really gotten into very many call of duties in the last few years like yeah, i loved modern warfare 2 and 1 and 2 and like a lot of those older ones but the, the last few years i've like jumped in and kind yeah. of enjoyed it and I, like i didn't even buy black ops 4 last I, year i didn't either well i mean mostly because i like jumping into the campaign and then playing multiplayer and stuff and i was just like eh. and i've heard a lot of good things about it but but i i this one feels it does feel pretty good to play and i like mm-hmm. i do like the feel of it and i like the mounting mechanic like that's pretty cool like yep. mounting to cover his stuff is pretty nice and i'm excited to try some of like the uh i was waiting did you say mounting <laughs> <laughs> bill's more intrigued now isn't he pre we had his curiosity <laughs> before <laughs> now yeah. we have his attention yeah there's that's a mounting right. there's a mounting mechanic bill so this is the game just for you yep. nice. um, but yeah i'm excited to try like 
Uh, I I heard uh, Ground Wars available now. Have you tried mm-hmm. that at all? I have too? not. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to try that one. I'm excited to try the like the night modes and stuff. The and, night mode is a like, lot of fun. Yeah, so I haven't I, tried I haven't tried that. That looks pretty cool. And yeah, I, I always like playing uh, like hardcore and stuff. Like even mm-hmm. when there isn't a radar and stuff like that. And I'm I'm kind of excited to try like jump into that. So yeah, I'm excited to jump into this and just kind of see what's what's going on. Yeah, I think they from what Christian said, um, he's up to date with all like the updates and the, the news more so than I am. Yeah. Um, he like lives on Twitter, um, <laughs> but uh, there's this new mode called Realism. That's like an in between of hardcore and core. Uh, where uh, hardcore, if you don't know, is um, you have 30 health instead of 100. So basically, for most guns, it's a one shot kill. If it's submachine guns, especially from longer ranges, it's more bullets. But in this, it's uh, the normal amount of body shots to kill, but one shot to the head will kill. Oh, nice. So it's kind of like SWAT in oh, like Halo. Cool. So. Did you guys hear thunder? <laughs> yeah, it looked pretty dark when I was driving. I think it's... I brought the thunder with me. Uh, I was waiting to see which one he was going to say. It. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, by the time... Oh, no. That was on a, our end. Yeah, it's a siren. Oh, um, shit. They found out what I did. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys play this weekend, for sure, hit Christian and I up. Yeah. Christian probably won't be playing on Sunday. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll we be, could try it later tonight. Yeah, though. we'll definitely be on I would tonight, definitely like sure. to play a little more. So, That'd be fun. Yeah crossplay that that's still yeah. really cool oh yeah I mean, I it's amazing that. like yeah. that's something that I, I feel like they're not getting enough credit for i mean on some people on reddit are like this is amazing and it's i mean it's true like this is what people have wanted for so oh, long for sure and like and call of duty is call, doing it. like this the, is no joke <laughs> the multiplayer game of every year is is the one doing it speaking so. of which i forgot that i'm angry uh-oh oh yeah why are you angry <laughs> so I, I you know so i i i um i can't even talk i was i bought greedfall which is the game you know Marcus Axford wrote about like one of our one of our listeners who it's kind of like a Witcher it does have a fable feel a little bit Bill a little bit it's got I'm listening it's got <laughs> it's got a Bioware feel like it's a it's made by it's like a you know a double A type studio game but it feels really cool and it's it's got this whole new world like aesthetic which I really like where you're, there, there's like this old world that's cursed it has this curse running through everyone there's magic in the world and. Um, you have to go to this new world and try to find a cure and you have to interact with like the natives and stuff and there's a lot of choice and different characters and has that like I said the Bioware feel with the companions and the combat is just is really fun and I I'm very much enjoying it and it's it's a really kind of cool game like I've, I've heard it it's you know it's a little clunky here and there because it's not like a triple a studio game but it's it's a new world it's a very uh, figuratively and literally <laughs> and it's just something that I've wished because I've I've loved I've used to love these RPGs, these open world Bioware RPGs, but lately they've just been so bloated with things that it's hard for me to really kind of get into them and finish them and stuff like that. And this one's a little more contained and has that feel. So I very enjoying it. That being said, I've only played about maybe 45 minutes of it because I was, <laughs> I was, I was debating if I should buy it on Xbox or, or an Xbox one or PC, but I'm like, I have this new PC. I should like start playing PC games. Right. So I buy it on PC runs really well, super fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm like, all right. I mean, I was even using keyboard and mouse and it was like, it was performing well. So I'm just playing, really enjoying myself. Click. My computer shuts off. I was like, uh, okay. So I went, you know, turn, try to turn on. Nothing happens. Check the, check my surge protector, change outlets and everything. Computer will not turn on. I, you know, unplug everything. I'm pretty familiar with computers and stuff and everything was connected. Everything was looking good. Nothing. And I was getting like a little light to my ethernet port, but there was no power being sent to my computer. So I think I have a faulty power supply on this computer that I've had for about a month. Jeez. And I, I can't use my computer. It literally will not turn on. Ugh. Like, so I, I, 
tried everything. You know, I, I opened it up. I tried reseeding the memory and reseeding all this stuff and trying to see if there's anything else going on and nothing was happening. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is a faulty power supply. So this was last Saturday and I buy power doesn't have support on the weekends. So I couldn't do anything. So I had to wait till Monday and I reached out to them. I was like, my power supply is broken. They're like, okay, yeah, we can do an advanced RMA like repair order and we'll send, we'll send it out to you. It'll take three business days and do all that stuff and it's free. We'll cover it and everything. So I was like, okay, sounds good. Still hasn't shipped. So it hasn't even shipped. Hasn't even shipped yet. What? So I bought this like, where'd you buy this computer? I buy power.com. It's like they're uh, custom made, you know, like it's a reputable brand and like I know a mm-hmm. lot of people get it and stuff. I've heard of, I think Jack had an issue with an iBuy Power too, though, with some other things that were happening and stuff like that. So it's just like, so I literally have this amazing computer that I haven't been able to use in over a week now. And it's just ugh, PC gaming, man. Jeez. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm so, so get the Xbox version. Yeah, basically. <laughs> the moral of the story is never play games on PC. No, but <laughs> I, I would like that feeling. I was like, I was so happy. I'm like, I found this new game. I'm loving this. I'm into it. And I'm then, enjoying it. Click. Do so you think I would dig this game? My 45 minutes? Yes, I would See, say. <laughs> like some of the stuff I've seen, like people running around the cities, it's like just barren. Though. Yeah, I mean, like it I said, that's, look... that's, that's some of the things you have to deal with. But like if you like, like I said, the old style Bioware games, if you like the companions, if you like the choice based kind of combat and like it has the, like that action art, like action adventure type of combat with clicking and there's spells and stuff. So it has like the fable kind of feel and stuff. I would definitely recommend taking a look, but like I said, I've I don't have a full like review yet because I've only played like forty five minutes right. of it. But mm. my first impressions were pretty good. I thought I was just I was really enjoying myself. I, I think it's one of those ones I might get, but I might wait for a sale. Yeah, I would I would I would because I still haven't even and gone like back it's already it's yet. it's only fifty bucks like at yeah. launch, so I could and I can definitely see it dropping soon too. Because I gotta I gotta finish Control. Oh, or, yeah. or even play it again. So you I did, bought I didn't, it, didn't you? I bought Control. Did you guys talk? Did you talk about it last week? Uh, yeah. How you liked it? Oh yeah. 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 yeah th- thanks for listening. No, I did uh, actually. No, okay. <laughs> I just don't remember. <laughs> I love listening when I'm not on the show. It's um, no, yeah, I played uh, a couple hours of it. I really like it. Yeah. It's definitely my type of game. Oh, yeah. You were right. For um, sure. I'm glad I bought it, but last week kind of dealing with some uh, illness yeah. myself, and uh, I just didn't. I, and work was pretty pretty heavy, so um, I just haven't had time to get back to it. Yeah. Um, but I really, really, really am glad I bought it. So that's the other reason I might wait on something like Greedfall. Yeah, I would. I mean, there's so many things out now. Like I bought Borderlands, I haven't even touched it yet. <laughs> See, I, I thought about that too, and I'm like, I'm not gonna have time to play it for a while. Maybe by the time I do, because I I used to be one of those guys that bought any game that looked good, I buy it the day it came out, and by the time I would actually even touch them you could just get it half price mm-hmm. and then yep. just be like, son of a bitch, what am I doing? So I just, you know, I'll wait. Yeah. It's, it's very sad. I did, uh, past, uh, past, I did pass 1000 hours played on. Civ six. Hey, hey. Nice. My yes. dude. I felt good. That's pretty amazing. Sweden. I'm coming for you. I saw it was, <laughs> I saw it was only 20 bucks on switch. Is it really? Nice. Yeah, I, I thought I, there was some sale on it. I, I don't really like it on the Switch. Yeah. I don't. Um, I thought I would, but the, the camera angle, it, it screws with me so bad. Now, in saying that, if I hadn't been playing it on PC forever, yeah. maybe I well, would yeah, love it on true. the Switch. You have, you have a different reference point for sure. Because I loved Civ, Civ Rev, mm-hmm. Civ Revolution on the Xbox 360. Yeah. That's the first one I actually really played a lot of since the PS1 had Civ 2 or something. Yeah. And... Um, I fell in love with that one and I, I still could go back and play. It. It's just like a dumbed down version a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's a blast still. Yeah. 
Um, but after going to the PC, it's kind of hard to play it on the Switch just because the controls are not as intuitive. They're not terrible. It's just getting around. It's just it's a lot more work than it is. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can just go over here and play it. So You know what's also hard? Uh, Playing on a PC with no power supply. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. so sad, guys. It's so terrible. That's that's pretty rough. God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can I ask Absolutely. you an off-topic question? Of course. I've really been thinking about getting the AirPods, but I really don't think they'll stay in my ear for shit. Well, there are third-party accessories where you can like have like then you gotta take them to off to that. charge them, don't you? Uh, yeah. Actually, Shit's I think rough. so. There, yeah, there there might be something, but um, I would say the AirPods are probably one of the best things I've ever purchased. I would agree. It's the best accessory for my phone that I've ever had. The best thing ever. Because, like, I love cooking with one, like, AirPod in my ear, walking around and talking, like, walking Ori with just one in my ear, not having wires hanging everywhere and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I just, I mean, there are other wireless, so if you don't have to get AirPods, but, like, they just work, they just work well with. I got some ones, but the left one cuts out constantly. It's garbage. Yeah. In fact, I, I gave it a shit review, one star review. Yeah. I, mean, I shouldn't say a shit review. I give it an honest review. Yeah. Well, here's on what you Amazon. should do. Like, if I mean, you could always, if you well, could you could buy them from Best Buy, and you have like thirty day open box to like if you don't like them, you just return them. So you can huh. try them out for a few days. Like that's what I love well, about Best Buy is they you can do that kind of stuff. Well, the company when I gave them a one star review said, "Hey, you just you got you must have got one that's defective. If you delete your review, we'll send you another one free." I was like, I thought about it for a minute, and I'm like, that seems, I don't know, is that really right? Because it's accurate. I was like, but, okay, because I can rewrite the video. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. They sent me new ones. I kind of let them sit for a while, tried them out. At first, I'm like, oh, this is much better. And then immediately, within an hour, the left one starts cut, doing the same thing. Oh, so I put sucks. up another one-star review <laughs> where I mentioned that they didn't. I said, hey, I appreciate that they are willing to do it. I almost gave them two stars. Just because they did reach out and try to make it right, yeah. But the, but the fact that they sent not crap, it's like I can't recommend it. I can't, yeah. in good faith, say right. get these because they're just not good. But I found some other ones that have gotten really good reviews that are like on sale for like thirty-five bucks. But oh, really? I've never heard of the brand, and I'm like, oh, yeah. well, last time yeah, I bought an off-brand, it didn't go so well. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, if you buy AirPods and then you don't like them, I might buy them from you because I'd like to get some for Emily at some point. So all right, well maybe good. I'll run over and. Like we, I just paid off like uh, my Quest and my laptop nice. off my Best Buy card. <laughs> nice. Like so, it's free and clear. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna go over and be like, oh. <laughs> like I said, that's what I love about Best Buy is the, their open box policy. Like it makes like buying big things like a lot more manageable because you can like if you like them, you can keep them. If not, you're like, well, no worries. Did so you, it's good stuff. Did you guys know again off topic <laughs> that your Borderlands three character chuckles if you do sixty nine damage? <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's really funny. How great is that? Yeah, that's awesome. I hear that game is full of that kind of humor. See, and that's why eventually I'll, I'll be very happy to get that game too. Probably just yeah, because. it looks fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to jump into it and try it out. But yeah, I talked about it last weekend, and I've played maybe two hours total since last yeah. weekend. I've been playing other stuff. It's it's a game that. Um, I mean, I mentioned it's it's way better to play with friends. I just have zero interest to play if I'm playing by myself. Yeah, but right. uh, even if I'm playing with friends, especially this like week, this weekend, you know, Modern Warfare, I'm gonna prioritize that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a fine game. I, I think I'll, I see a lot of people enjoying it. I'm on like one of the kind of funny Facebook pages, and everyone's like posting about it, and, like how much <laughs> they love it, and um, I'm indifferent towards it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I like how you you spoke about last week, how it's like, if you like Borderlands, you're going to like it. If not, it's not going to do anything for you. You're right in the middle. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. Um, yeah, before we jump into some news, I, I also played a little bit of Link's Awakening. Yeah, the, the remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how long is it? Gorgeous. Do we know how long uh, it'll take to play through? 
Man, what is the a usual playthrough? Is what like ten or twelve hours of Link's Awakening it. or something? I was thinking that was like one of those Maybe. super ridiculous. Let me see, because I haven't beat Link's Awakening. Yet. Nice, hey, new phone, nice phone there, bud. Oh yeah, that's another story. I have a lot of stories this week. I don't have shit. <laughs> so, so go nuts. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's see. Link's Awakening takes yeah nine to twelve hours. So cool. Yeah, but that that game is just it's gorgeous. It has. Did you have you played it? Did you get it? No. Oh, okay. I'm so, not yet. I'm going gotcha. to. So it's point. it ha- it's very weird because Nintendo is like the masters when they release a Nintendo for like first party game. Like this game is like perfect. Like it runs smoothly. It's really good. Really well done. This game has a lot of stutter, which is weird. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's enough to notice. Like it's not really ruining my experience, but it's noticeable, especially from a Nintendo like game. I mean it's 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 I think it was developed by Grezzo who did a lot of like the remakes and stuff like that, but like it's still like a Zelda game and stuff. So it's a little like a little shocking to me that it's kind of like that, but the gameplay and f- seeing everything cuz like I I haven't played this game in forever, but a lot of the scenes and everything are so clear in my mind and seeing them kind of brought to life in this new art style is just it's awesome. Like the music's great, it's gorgeous looking. It's it's so cool to see this in motion and it's uh, yeah, I love it so far. It's really good. That's another one I might down the road jump on. Have you too. played it before? Link's no. Awakening? No. Nope. Yeah, it just cra- it came out in 1993 on Game Boy. It's like insane. Game Boy Color. Dude, in 1993, I was playing in a band with Axl Rose's brother, and uh, <laughs> I didn't. Pl- I wasn't playing any games at that point because <laughs> I wasn't sober long enough to turn one on. Um, no, it was it was a whirlwind uh, of chaos and craziness around that time. So. Yeah, in um, 1993, and he was a dick too, by the way. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, no, he's dead, so I can't. Oh jeez, yeah, he died. In 1993, I was not even born yet. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> I was five. I was. Oh, you know what? I take that back. That was 96. Never mind. <laughs> We're good. We're in the Ni- 93. I was just playing with myself. So <laughs> I see no. nothing has changed. Um, no, but the whole early nineties to, to later nineties, I was a period of time where I did not play a lot of games because I was out playing shame. music and shame, shame, living a very wild lifestyle. Just to, <laughs> What's wilder than games, Bill? As, as Maynard would say, uh, in the song invincible, um, the things we've done, Caligula would grin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> I want to read your autobiography one day. Bill. I, I, that, no joke. I used to tell some of my buddies from back then, like, you know, we could seriously write a book some oh of the stuff God, we've yeah. done. I mean, I can tell you about a game of darts that went so out of control that I eventually had to walk away because I couldn't watch anymore because I was like, this is going to go so bad. <laughs> we had, we were taking was turns. Was a dartboard a person or something? Yes. <laughs> we were taking turns to see how close we could get. And, uh, you know, we're kind of doing it as a joke. And this one girl, she got up there stone-faced and they were throwing them kind of just to mess with her and she didn't budge and she was kind of antagonizing people like you can do better than that and i'm just like dude this is a bad idea this is a really bad idea and she sat right there and i saw one go right next to her head and i'm just like nope nope (laughs) nope nope that was one of the few times where i was like because you said back then i was just like all right, let's take whatever. it up a notch. Yeah, right. Let's take it up a notch. <laughs> and that time I was like, no, I do not want to watch somebody get hurt like that. Jeez. And but in all fairness, to my other friend's credit, they never hit her. And they got real close That's several times, impressive. but they did not hit her with that dart. <laughs> it, there's a million holes in that wall by the time they were done. But but she uh and she didn't budge, man. She didn't flinch. That's pretty impressive. She was fucked up. 
But she, <laughs> she was not. Let, let's be real. It wasn't like some normal, well-adjusted, sober person yeah. taking it and not being afraid. It was somebody that was too drunk to care if they got hit or not. But, should, we, should we do that for episode 100 of The Gamer's Advocate? I'll do it, yeah. <laughs> no. no, if I wouldn't do it back then, no, no, not now. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's, uh, that's pretty funny. But yes, I got a new phone. I got the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Nice. And because right. I'm thinking, I've got an upgrade on my plan available. Um, when you do an upgrade, do you have to pay full price for the phone still? Double the price, actually. It's weird. Fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. I quit. <laughs> so this is my. I literally can't do anything without having a problem. It's literally always something. So I have had AT&T Next, which I think I may have talked about this a little on the show, maybe a few years, a year ago or something. I can't even remember. But I've had so many problems with AT&T Next, which is like where you can upgrade every year. Where like I've sent my phone back and they said that they never received it and they tried to charge me $1,000. And like I go back and forth with sending them proof and they're like, sorry, we you still owe us this money, all this stuff. And it's been such a torture and disaster using AT&T Next. It's been awful. Ugh. So... Better off selling it on Gazelle. Seriously, or something. So it's uh so I've I've been wanting to get away from AT and T next, but I was kind of in that that area where it's you sign a two year contract, but you can upgrade every year. So like you still have a payoff, so you can't really switch. So they still kind of keep you in the whole system. But Apple this year is doing a thing where they'll like they can they'll accept trade in. So for my iPhone XS Max, they offered me six hundred dollars trade in. What? Damn. Yeah. So if you have it paid off and stuff, that you can get a credit of that much that it'll put on a credit card statement, which Where is can I find this? <laughs> which is super nice. This is paid off. It's a it's the XR, but yeah, that's what I have. I paid mine in full. When yeah. I so that. yeah, they have. So yeah, I think if you type in like Apple device trade in or something, but yeah, Tennis Max. I've uh, Tennis Max two fifty six is what I had, and that was they were offering six hundred bucks. So. I was going to switch to the iPhone upgrade program because I figured it would just be a little smoother, but I, I didn't for whatever reason because I still had a little bit more. Um, I still had a little bit more to pay off than the 600 on my phone because I do the monthly payments and stuff. So I got my confirmation. I had my pickup window at the Apple store, 10, 30, 11, everything was good to go. So I get to the store and they're checking me in and they say, like, customer cannot pick up this phone. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, it says uh, there's already, there's like, multiple orders on this line or something i've never seen this before so they called their manager over they did this whole thing and there was like an error on my account from that like the order was there and they had the phone reserved for me but they wouldn't let me take it for some reason so we had to like get in touch with at&t and there must have been there was some issue when i pre-ordered on the apple store and it talked to at&t and they went back to apple they screwed something up on my end and i couldn't even get the phone so we had to go out and cancel the entire order go through this whole thing and then once you cancel an order on Apple, it takes like two to three hours for AT&T to actually see it. So in that time, while people were trying to figure out, we couldn't do anything because no, everybody was like, oh, it's Apple's fault. Oh, it's AT&T's fault. Oh, it's Apple's fault. Right. So after a few hours, like I, I left and went to lunch with Andrew for his birthday. Happy birthday, Andrew. Yay. Happy um, birthday, buddy. It yes, finally, man. it finally freed on, up on my account. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I am so done with AT&T. Yeah. So I paid off my phone. And I, my payoffs were only like six twenty four, which was a lot like less than I was expecting. And then I switched to the iPhone upgrade program, and I'm free from AT and T next <laughs> grasp. Nice. And I'm so happy, and I have a new phone. And my initial review of the iPhone eleven uh, Pro Max is it's a very good phone. Um, I love the wide angle lens camera, like that is freaking. I don't know if have you guys seen the like the because you know you can like zoom out and now you can like zoom out even farther for like wide angle lenses, which nice, is nice. a really cool feature. And like there's some cool stuff, but is the camera better? Yes, like, it's, a, it's a very like that is if you like are a big camera guy or or girl or whatever, it's definitely worth it. But 
it literally feels exactly like the old phone. Like I really am not seeing anything different, like nothing mm-hmm. even really that new. I mean, it's cool, but uh, it's it's definitely an incremental upgrade year. But the camera is very cool. So, so maybe I'll wait a year. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think next year I'm hoping it'll be the five G phones. I think finally they'll start kind of releasing those. So that would probably be my guess. Because like this, yeah, this phone is just very very similar. Like it's a good phone. I mean, I'm happy to get it, and I've been diving into some apple arcade games and stuff which i think is an awesome deal for it's, it's insane how many games you can yep. get for five dollars a month and it's a free trial so you could just go and play all this stuff and now they support uh xbox and playstation controllers which how is does, awesome how does that work it's bluetooth like yep. you just connect it to your phone like through bluetooth and you could play any game now on your phone how do you on connect phone? the phone to the controller though bluetooth you, yeah just bluetooth like you just so like you... reset the device you know there's like buttons to sync your controller and then you can hook it up to your phone and play any game huh which is oh, awesome because like, hit the sync button on your Xbox controller. See, with I don't want to play controller to play it on my phone. That's why I bought a system. Well, yeah. but yeah, but you could do iPad or you could do phones. Or if you're on an anything. airplane yeah. or something like that. Yeah, if you're like traveling or things like that, and it's cool. Yeah, they're actually releasing like Call of Duty Mobile's releasing on October first, so that'll be interesting to try with uh, with a controller. And there's like, you know, there's so many games on phones where I'm like, I just hate the touchscreen control. Yeah. Like it'd be fun to play like Knights of the Republic again or like some of the old Grand Theft Autos or some of these, but I just never really enjoyed the the touchscreen thing so it'll be cool to like just play with a with xbox might, all right that might be worth checking out yeah did you upgrade to that new apple watch no i did not i thought about it because i like the always on thing but it's just they're just so expensive yeah <laughs> they're they are the it's only just, thing i want and plus i want to know well for the ones yeah do they still have the cool jellyfish one i would I say that. yes but oh, i did you. i did see one at the store yesterday and the always on thing is pretty cool like that is the one thing that's like i mean it's, it doesn't bother me all that much but it is a nice feature but once again that's really all that's really new with the new Apple Watch. So, yeah, I'll probably wait maybe a few years. I don't know. The biggest thing I was waiting for was, like, cellular and, like, a redesign. So that's what happened last year. So I'm, I'm fine. Right. Especially that I just had to pay $300 to fix my stupid Apple Watch after it broke, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> Ugh. Yikes. Yeah, crazy. But, yeah. Well, shit. How far into are we today? <laughs> yeah, we should probably get into some sort of news. <laughs> Because we're uh, yeah we're uh, we're an hour yeah. <laughs> we're an hour in so Jesus we'll just, Christ <laughs> so uh, this we'll, be a long one well yeah we'll just hit some we'll hit some of the big topics and yeah hopefully you guys like catching up with us this week <laughs> we definitely have to do D yeah so, um, yeah definitely sure. definitely D and I want to be able to say the word peacock a few times <laughs> definitely so we'll start with I think one of the bigger news stories is the PlayStation State of Play is Yay. coming up next State week so it's like their Nint- version Dude. of Nintendo Direct and stuff. <sighs> It's why is it always when I'm at work though? <laughs> I know, yeah. So, I mean, oh, that drives me nuts, dude. Do it in the evening. I think it was maybe Andrea or Renee that gave you a shout out about it was maybe Andrea or someone else on Kind of Funny gave you a shout out about your tweet. Oh, Greg did, yeah, yeah, Greg. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so there was a uh, so they 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 announced it and there was like this video of all these people running like yeah it was like yeah it was kind of weird but it was whatever so they was announcing and at the end they all like combined to say 9 24 19 so you know i was i was watching it and every as i do as a person in the games media i like try to look for every little secret things in that that i have so i noticed something at the end after everyone kind of combined and they said you know stay to play playstation whatever there were these five stragglers that that walked into the really? the, the nine and then in the 20 in the date so this brings a lot of things because Sid Schumann on PlayStation Blog, when they announced this, specifically said, don't expect any talk of next-gen plans. But the five, like they don't do these things by accident. Like That's not like, a, oh, whoops, we accidentally just said, oh, let's have five people go. So my thoughts, my prediction is that the way they entered, so they entered at the end of the nine, 
of the 19. So it makes me think that by the end of the year, we'll get at least something about PlayStation 5. Or like, I don't know, you know, Game Awards or if they, you know, have some crazy PSX announcement. I think it's probably maybe a little too late for that. I don't know. But there's there's something there that's like a little tease of PlayStation 5. Because it's, it, these things don't just happen. Like this, yeah. the, these things, especially something that short, like this is, has been cult, like cultivated and gone through different levels. And they're like... What if we just have these five guys jump in? So yeah, it was it was cool because I think I was I didn't really see a lot of other people picking up on that. So mm-hmm. a lot of people started Good picking catch. up on my on my uh, yeah. on my tweet and yeah, like Greg Miller did and IGN wrote, they included me in their article about you know different things. So it was just it was it was a cool thing where I was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> hey, speaking of interesting, you know what's available next Monday? Midsomar. Oh, is comes it? out oh, on nice. digital? Oh, snap. <laughs> Well, the most important release of next week is Ori and the Blind Forest on the Switch on September Never heard 27th. Of it. What's Thank that you very about? Much. There's a demo available right now on the Switch. Go download it right now. Why don't Thank you name a dog about it? I think I will. All right. <laughs> but yeah, what no. are you what are you guys expecting from the state of play though? Because I, I don't really I don't really Last of Us Two. Yeah. Well, that I, want, I think is, that's date. confirmed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. That, I know they're gonna be there. Yeah. Naughty I mean, Dog that, teased a little a knife thing where. Yeah. I don't yeah, even need a, to. I'm s- gonna find and I'm gonna kill every last one of them. I don't even need to see anymore. I would just. It'd be cool to have a release date. There's been yeah. rumors for a while that it's gonna be February. Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be titties. Dude, can you imagine the end of February and March? You're getting cyberpunk. Last of Us and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are you freaking Jesus. kidding me? Damn. I'm, I'm actually getting excited about Final Fantasy VII Remake because of classic. Oh mode. yeah. So yeah, this is this is interesting. So you know, the last state of play showed us one of our like our newest looks at Final Fantasy VII that we hadn't seen in a while, and they released some new stuff about summons and characters and a new trailer. Which this game, I oh my god, this latest trailer they like started showing some of the more like weird stuff in it with like you know Don Corneo and you know Tifa and Aerith and the battles and some of the summons and I'm just so in love but they announced classic mode so it's not quite classic mode like it it doesn't look like the old games where you're standing in a line and attacking and battling but the game is very action focused this new one but in this case you will just choose your attacks so like people are still going to be moving around and attacking but it's pretty much going to be menu based which i think is pretty cool like i think it's i think it'd be awesome but would be so awesome I'm hoping they release like a poly, like a low polygon skin for each of the characters so they can look like their old characters. Oh, no. That would be What's so What's the point cool? of the remake then? Oh my god, that would okay, be so cool. Okay, it might so be cool. kind of cool, but cuz like they've done that in like Metal Gear Solid where they've like had a skin of like a PS1 style snake. That would just be so cool. Nice. But yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, anyway, stay to play. Yeah, definitely get some Last of Us news. I would love to see more Ghost of Tsushima cuz that game has been quiet for so long. I'm starting yep. to think that's going to be a PS5 like maybe launch title that's released on both systems or early on because yeah it just we really haven't heard much about anything about yep. that game in a while um so yeah i don't know if you guys are expecting anything else from there um maybe something new some new psvr stuff i don't know if there's sh- any sure anything. would i would i love to get another god of war teaser for the next one <laughs> that would be sure crazy. <laughs> is it gonna happen no, no. yeah probably not <laughs> no so that's not a prediction just for the record i'm just saying i would love it yeah i would make it me very happy yeah, that would be that would be pretty Kisses. fancy. But yeah, it's I twenty minutes. I think it'll be. I think it'll That's be it? pretty cool. Yeah, it's but longer it, than other. Yeah, it's it's amazing how much you can fit into these things. Though. That's like, true. If you're just blasting, especially it when you're covering these things, like Nintendo, well, they'll release like a five or ten minute video that I'll spend like three hours working on because I'm nice. like, how do you put so much info in this such a short time? Yep. Oh, we should have read the email first. Oh, about son the of a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can save oh, it on the crap. other one though. That's true. Frank from Missouri. 
My Hello, man. Advo State of Players. Nice. We are finally getting a State of Play again. Do you think it'll be more like the first one or like the second one? Getting that look at Final Fantasy VII was pretty, ga- pretty great. I'm hoping <laughs> for some big moments. I know Naughty Dog teased The Last of Us 2 will be there, so I'm super excited. What do you think? So, yeah, I think we kind of said I think it'll be more like the second one. I think they're kind of – I think there'll be some – I think there'll be some big. I mean, The Last of Us there makes it bigger than I think that oh, first yeah. one. So I, I think they're gonna. I think they will tease a little something about the PS5. It, it may not be full on. This is everything about it. But I, in fact, it won't be the full on everything yeah. about it. But I think you might. Maybe you'll get a release date. Maybe you'll get just a, like a little glimpse of it. It's or just. Something. It's just weird that they specifically yeah. said don't expect any next gen talks. But yeah. that'd be funny if they were like don't expect it, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's. Yeah. But they could. That that's what I heard some people saying. Like, could it? Could they announce like? a PSX or like some kind of conference or event that would be the one where they actually discuss right. it and talk about it. it. Yeah. There, there's going to be something. But they're, they're starting. I'm telling you that, that those five stragglers, they're not, they weren't just thrown in there. Nope. Listen to your old friend, Adam. He knows. I, I love that. Man. <laughs> I, that's, such a, that's a great catch. Too. <laughs> so awesome. But yeah, that's a, that'll be exciting. So that's coming on September 24th. Cause if you ever do, I will tell you this. If you do watch midsummer, you need to talk to me right after you do, because we, me and my wife both caught different things that one of them might change the entire narrative of the movie. Gasp. And a lot of people, I brought it up on another podcast yeah. that we're doing a live thing on YouTube. Oh, I think I, you, you yeah. mentioned that to me, yeah. And I brought up this point and they were just like, holy shit, if that's real, that changes kind of everything. Yeah. And I, it's, the director keeps quiet about it, but it, stuff like that, I love looking for that and oh, finding little best, hidden yeah. things. And When it comes out, I'm going to watch it. And did, yeah, I did watch it too. I really it's hope a, we get the Ring Fit um, adventure version of Midsummer though. Because <laughs> that is still one of the best trailers I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, yes. Because it just fits so perfectly. It's, it's so disturbing. God, it's there's something about I swear, but it's so good. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for. I, I always just like these events and conferences, so it, it'll be fun. So we'll see. But yeah, PlayStation Five's coming, guys. We're close. Uh, yeah, we are. We're in the end game now. Well, not really, but we're almost there. Um. Let's ha- let's go back to one of our favorite segments called the mystery <laughs> Pokemon Bill segment. So I don't know. Bring if, it. So I don't know if you've seen this latest Pokemon that's been making the rounds this week, but I, I think I saw a picture that you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. the yeah. latest Pokemon is Surfetched. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's packing. <laughs> so explain this this Pokemon to people, Bill. All right, what he's got is um he's got an onion sword, <laughs> and he's a a bird with a um palm leaf. Uh, shield. He's <laughs> really, shield, really, funny. really high, and he's also very confident. He's got a unibrow, and I love his little feet. He's pretty cool looking. I must admit, I, I'm kind of enjoying this guy. That, he's... that is really an onion sword, isn't it? <laughs> it yep. is. So yeah, so basically, far fetched. That was a joke when I first said it. But holy <laughs> no, shit, that's 100. Yeah, it's a leak. It's like a far fetched is the, is from one of the, the original Pokemon games. He's like a bird that holds this leak basically weapon that he attacks people with. So I'm not this is an evolution. Onion, yeah, so this is a uh, exclusive to Pokemon Sword, and it's a. Uh, He's, I think he's pretty fun. He's a pretty funny character. The shield kind of looks like he's flipping you off, though. A little bit, yeah. It does. I feel like the sword's a bit too big. I feel like he's like too heavy on his right side. He's going to like tip over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because he's using his, his arms, which are his wings, but to hold if, stuff, so he can't even fly. If he gets hungry, he could just chew it down a little bit and then have a more fitting sword. And, <laughs> like turn it from a sword to a knife. And he could have onion breath. That's true. <laughs> It's super effective. That is I a like pretty him. confident look, though. He, yeah. he definitely looks like he, he's not afraid of shit. Yeah. So if you had to take one Pokemon on a date, would it be Alcremie or Surfetched? Well, I have taken Alcremie. <laughs> 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 so 
I think I like. Um, <laughs> sure, fuck wouldn't be gang card, Jack. <laughs> gang card. Is it, oh. Did I even say it right? Gang card. Close. Yeah, you're, Damn it. You got it. you're close. You're so close. on a scale of one to ten, what would you give that Pokemon rating? I like him. I like him. I'd give him a solid uh, 8.5. Nice. nice. I'd give him a solid 8.5. Look for him coming to Pokemon Sword later this year on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, he's, I just, uh, he's got a, he looks like he knows he can pull off some shit. And he's not <laughs> afraid of anybody. Yeah. yeah. My little cat, I have two cats. My smaller one who kicks the shit out of everything. Um, she's kind of like that. She's adorable and she looks innocent, but she will light you she's up. Fierce. <laughs> She nice. will kill you. Speaking well, the of, other cat's twice her size. Maynard's twice her size, and he starts shit, but she fin- <laughs> she always finishes it. Nice. So. Speaking of Pokemon, a small round of applause for Ash Ketchum. Yeah. For finally. What After is, what 22 is, years yeah. and not aging at all, yep. he is finally the Pokemon League champion. My favorite uh, uh, tweet about it was like... Um, did you become league champion? Yes. What did it cost? My face or whatever. Because his face looks so <laughs> it's different. It's so weird. It's so different from how it originally it's so started. So weird. I know, it's weird. it's been like that for a little while. I know it's like resurfacing again now. But yeah, it's like especially because I know. I mean, I know Ash Ketchum, Ketchum's face so well because I used to love the yep. series and watching everything. So like seeing that, I'm like the champion Ash. And I was like, uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> was, that yeah. doesn't look like Ash. Like it looks a little better in motion, but like the picture is like it's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's just funny because he's lost for literally over 20 years. And he's finally the champion. It's so funny. Kids, never give up. You can achieve anything in your life. You can. You Especially if to... you're 10 forever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You'll get awesome. it sometime. <laughs> it's very true. Um, I just wanted to shout this out because I haven't played Fortnite in like a million years. But they just announced the Batman cross Fortnite event. And like with this new season, they introduced these Rift Zones, which I think is just freaking awesome. Because they've already had a Borderlands one where, like, they turned basically a part of the map into, like, Pandora with the art style and everything. And they turned Tilted Towers for Batman into Gotham City where you can just roam around with, like, Batman skins and, like, grapple. Like, it's it's so cool. That's so like, dope. that is amazing. That is just awesome. I yep. love it. I don't play Fortnite anymore, but they yeah. continue to do I don't either, but especially, like, this Rift. Like, I, I mean, you always think, I was like, what else could they do? Because they've already done so many cool things. And, like, this Rift Zone thing. Like, it can open up anything. Like, yep. you can literally have any world in Fortnite now with all the skins and everything. It's just... I don't know. It's it's freaking cool. I like it. <laughs> it's awesome. I want to open up Titty World. <laughs> <laughs> what what would the skins be though? Uh, nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. <laughs> yeah. I well, you knew it wasn't going to be something classy. <laughs> well, Bill, why don't you read an email from Eric M from Columbia, South Carolina? Hello. First time, long time. Welcome. Thank you, Eric. I'm glad to have you, buddy. Yeah, thanks for writing in, man. Untitled Goose Game. Need I say more? But I guess I will. (laughs) What other animals could fit this style of game? I'd love to see raccoons causing terror. They are cute, but evil. (laughs) Thanks, and thank you for being great every week. Oh, Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, sir. Appreciate um, that. What a I, game. I, yeah, I watched the video review of this, and it, honk, it, honk. it looks that looks awesome. I feel like this is like, I, I would if I had to choose one animal, it would probably be Bill. Just to Because <laughs> I would love an untitled Bill game. Nice. I was going to go with Monkey, but it pretty much he said the same thing. No, I but think, I, yeah, Raccoon is a great yeah, choice. A raccoon choice. Could, uh, could be great. Because, well, you know. Um, oh gosh, what are the monkeys that are in India? The ones that that oh capuchin always, monkeys? Yeah, they yeah. always screw with the terrorists. Uh-huh. Yeah, I almost said terrorists. Tourists. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
tourist. <laughs> like, you, I mean, if you got glasses on, you oh, better yeah, put that shit away. Sure. Put your wallet in your front yeah, pocket. They're, the you know. they're like the ones in the movies a lot, too. Yeah, they'll yeah. take your stuff and uh, run. Yep. <laughs> uh, but I think that'd be fun in a game like that, too. But, yeah, that game looks absolutely hilarious. I think Untitled Ostrich Game would be pretty fun. <laughs> like, it's just like, like our emu or whatever it is. Like, they're just going around with their crazy wings. Oh, someone trying to chase you. Just turn or around seagulls. And take them seagulls out. would be pretty good, too. They're kind of like a, on, a, on a beach. They just go and attack all these beachgoers and, and just steal get their and food. And laugh at you. And poop on them. And <laughs> a game where you can fly around and poop on someone yeah. would be fantastic. <laughs> I've heard of um, game, or not games, I've heard of uh, I've heard of games. I've heard of games, yeah. I, I know what those are. Um, I'm a gamer. Um, I've heard of dolphins, like someone will be filming them on their camera, on their phone, and then like the dolphin will jump out of the water and like <laughs> s- grab the oh, phone yeah. out of their hands or like splash the people. So that untitled dolphin game. That would be pretty good. It'd be a That'd little be shallow, fun. no pun intended, but <laughs> no. you could, like, you could wow. splash people, you could steal their shit. I don't know if what else really you could do. Yeah. But I don't know. That's pretty good. Someone more creative than, than <laughs> myself. But I, th- I, think, I think what's so awesome about this is there was another kind of like story that came out this week about how in 2016, one of the developers on Untitled Goose Game, Michael McMaster, said, let's make a game about this. And he just posted a picture about a goose. And like their Slack conversation just like turned into this like how evil and annoying and dickish a goose could be mm-hmm. and then they too. just they yep. made a game about it i don't think that's, that's, that's awesome. like kind of cool like yep. it started as a joke and then they're like wait a minute <laughs> this actually and it kind of fits their name like untitled goose game because it's like that was their tentative name but then it just kind of stuck on it's just it was it's a very cool story i'm excited i haven't played it yet but i'm excited to jump on it's only like 15 bucks on switch so i'm excited to jump on and, and yeah i think it. i might have to pick that one up yeah it's uh it's good it's real good I heard it's short though. Yeah, like very yeah. short. So fifteen bucks. It's that's a it's a decent price. Yeah, to honk at people. It's all right. Honk honk honk. Ten Deep. ten. I would have bought it right away. <laughs> yeah, there no. you go. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to negotiate, like uh, <laughs> yeah. haggling with the developers that can't hear me. You can't haggle with a goose, man. Come no, on. You, you definitely cannot. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a couple more stories before we wrap up for today. So let's talk about Peacock, Bill. Jesus. Take it away, man. Really? I mean. As a 12-year-old, the words P and cock in a streaming service, yeah, they're both streaming, hilarious. And it's streaming, Yeah, too. streaming P cock from, yeah. What just the, like, it works on so many levels. Like, did, I'm just wondering if somebody didn't think of it or if somebody absolutely oh, thought I of it. Like, they must have thought Oh, we're about to release the, the press release. Oh, shit, we never gave it a name. <laughs> peacock. Peacock. We have a peacock in our logo. But peacock is going to have ads, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I think there might be like a paid option to hopefully get no ads because I just I'm not buying it though. Yeah, I will buy every season of The Office. And, and what if they make an Office reboot though? No, no, I don't. Yeah. It will never. Because Michael Scott the, won't do it. What if they bring the entire cast back? If Michael Scott comes <laughs> back, yeah. If not, I don't care. What if they bring a goose on? Because there's a reason those last two seasons aren't as beloved yeah. as the others. The writing got lazy. I mean, they have to bring not just Michael Scott back, B.J. Novak, who yeah. played Ryan. Uh-huh. He has to be involved because he was a big part of yeah. that show, too. Kelly was, too. Yep, writer, she yeah, she absolutely Mindy was. Mindy Kaling. Yep. Yeah, for sure. No, that's – yeah, it's uh, too bad because, yeah, they I, they're also said, you know, oh, obviously Parks and Rec is leaving Netflix to get on there and it's going to be their <sighs> see, own thing. that sucks. I, I like Parks and Rec, yeah, too. so it's yep. – I'll be very interested to see because, like I said, I feel like – I'm hoping, I mean, this is, you know, putting a lot of faith in corporations that usually don't really care that much, but they have to know kind of the feedback and hate they're probably getting from this, yeah. like stealing the office. And there's, so hopefully they'll, they'll, they're, they're thinking of some way to appease some of the fans. Cause I feel like a lot of fans are feeling like you and probably me too, or it's like, we, we it's just not worth too it. many yeah, options. It's, now. Too, it's not worth it. And I'm, I'm just, it's getting to be a bit much and we will just buy the office and just watch it that way or something. Yep. But, All uh, I feel I need is 
Netflix, Hulu, which I have live TV, so like I can get sports on there, yeah. and then Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Those yeah. are the three that I need, and I don't really feel like I need any other streaming options. I need Amazon Prime. I have yeah. Amazon Prime. I need it more for not so much the video, but for yeah. everything else. I just, yeah. need it, I just need it for Lord of the Rings, which is being filmed uh, in New Zealand, yeah. which yeah. is cool. Was like if they did anything else, I would have been like, really, guys? What's, <laughs> what, do they have a target like release window I don't for think that? So. Yeah, I mean, twenty fifty. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say next <laughs> year, right. or year after take, something. Take the time, do it right. Yeah, they announced they had their filming it in New Zealand, just like the movies were, and I just and I'm so excited. Yeah. I love Lord of the, the Rings so much prequels coming out. I don't know. Let's see. This is my problem, though. I like really don't care about Game of Thrones. I do. Like, I feel very bad because, like, I look back on my like Game of Thrones. Like when I when I look back and I'm in that stage where I'm like, eh. when like going into the season, I was like so excited. We did a podcast, and we I just did. hate this feeling. Like I, I mean, it, I'm feeling the way that I felt about How I Met Your Mother, where like it was one yeah. of my favorite shows, and I look back on it and I'm like, see, I like the ending uh, though. I, I do think it was I, liked, I agree that I liked, it was rushed. I liked, that was what's different about How I Met Your Mother is I liked the ending. I just didn't like the few things that got us to the ending. So. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. That's the that's my biggest issue. And it's, but just, it's a shame. You don't think that by the time this comes out and you see oh, that I'll first trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Because it's probably a couple years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no, that, when that first in. trailer comes out or the one that they announced with the um, Targaryens, we yeah. start seeing dragons everywhere. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, if they have the budget for, for that. For sure. Um, no, I'll, I'll be all in for sure. Yeah, all right. Because I do that too. Like I've rewatched How I Met your mother before and like i'm like oh my god this show is so good and then i get to that thing and i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i felt the same way with the last jedi but like i'm also so 100 hyped for oh, rise yeah. of skywalker yeah so. I, i've heard a lot of people have that same those same sentiments sentiments yeah i was like kind of okay with last jedi until i saw princess leia flying through space <laughs> and i'm like what the yeah, fuck it just feels is happening in my, some parts. it just know, wasn't just, that was that didn't need to happen, man. Yeah. That did not need to happen. It, like I'm glad I, we got to see her use force powers because like that was cool. But that in that it was, specific it was yeah it, it, yeah that you're right. In the right moment, her doing that would have been like oh shit, that's yeah. great. But when you see her like, I still like I still like think that moment of like. I mean, I know they wanted to have the Luke and Leia scene and stuff, but like, if she would have died out there, like that, it's just it was like so weird because you were so expecting that was going to be her final moment, and then she did the force thing. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. That, the, they fumbled that. That movie has some amazing moments. Oh, like yeah. whenever I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert, but it's two years old. So like whenever um, uh, Kylo kills uh, Snoke and like brings a lightsaber oh, and they fight, yeah. I get goosebumps one hundred percent of the time. Every time, <laughs> yeah, like, that's it, that is one of the best scenes. Oh, and then yeah. following that, when they have the the force pull battle over the lightsaber, yeah, like uh, and even the hyper hyperspace, like you when, know that kind of breaks Star Wars. Yeah, if you think about it. But yeah. it's it's an amazing shot. Yeah, it's it has some amazing scenes. But overall, like when I first watched it, I'm like, damn, I love this. And then I watched it again, I'm like, it's pretty good. And then I watched it a third time, I'm like, I. No, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I, feeling it. I have similar feelings to that too, and I just like, I love the Force Awakens, and I know people are like, oh, it's kind of the same, but but I I, just, I loved right. it. Yeah, it's, I was like, it, I, I don't care. After I think all it's fine. those just, years, it's there were so many plots and things that I just felt like Ryan Johnson was like, mm, let's go this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he wanted to divert expectations. Yeah, like everywhere. And well, like, like, he's right though, because I expected it to be good. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So but, you, know, you, it, you win, Mr. Johnson. It's, just, it's crazy because, like, you know, I, I wish I wish it had, had, like, the Russo brother treatment and, like, the Feige treatment where, like, there was that one person who's, like, really leading the ship yeah. and doing it. Because it just felt like two different stories and movies going different ways. And, like, mm-hmm. like I said, I like some of what Ryan Johnson did. Like, I like how we kind of approach the Force and he's, like, saying, like, it doesn't matter if your name is Skywalker. Like, 
any you can the force is more it's not good and bad it's not there's not a dark side light side like it's a lot more nuanced than that and stuff and there was a lot of good things that i think he was trying to say it's just like yeah some of the things it's just i don't know why didn't leah hug chewbacca that is also that's <laughs> never yeah. gonna not bother yeah. me yeah yeah agreed why agreed yeah i know that things. you know they did it in a comic though i did yeah i just saw that i saw that on ign uh-huh yeah yeah, that was that was that was funny. Glad they finally did that. But uh, there is that the peacock. The peacock does have my interest though. Because Hell bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's got more than my interest. Hey. No, is it, I'm has married. it peaked your interest? Peacocked. So it peed into my cock? No, my God. I don't know where I'm going. Bye everybody. <laughs> See you next week, no, maybe. <laughs> no, but Battlestar jail. Galactica is coming back uh, as a reboot because I love it, so that series. So it's like Battlestar Galactica cubed? <laughs> yes. Because it's basically. already been rebooted. Yeah, exactly. Now another reboot. Yeah, it was originally in like the 70s and then they rebooted it and then now they're rebooting it again, but it's not quite a reboot. It's like still maybe the story will kind of happen, but it's it's kind of, but it's being made by the, one of the, the creators of iRobot or uh, uh, what's it called? Ro- oh my God, it's not iRobot. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Right. Punky Brewster. Yeah. My, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I... Battlestar Galactica will always be special to me because it was one of I think the last like series that I watched when Netflix used to send out discs Oh yeah. like, I remember yeah, like I remember waiting just, like in college every week I was like oh I need my new disc of Battlestar Galactica I'm so excited okay that is the exact reason why I haven't watched it <laughs> really? this is going to make me look really stupid <laughs> as if the rest of the episode didn't <laughs> um, but there Nipple. was so many like there was like season one and then there was like Season two, there was like another point something, but they were just like, no, watch that first. There was some weird setup and how they. Like that sounds kind of right. Yeah, it was a weird setup, and I didn't know which one was which, and then I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll well, there was else. there was like a prequel. There was another series called Caprica that came out. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that was there, and then I think there may have been, but they they like did some weird things. Like I didn't Sopranos. It was and like, like a Breaking Bad do that where there was like seasons like six and six point five. I don't know. It was something weird. But something threw the order off and i remember people telling me no it, it's it looks weird but why and i'm just like fuck, i don't know yeah i don't remember which. but that, that's one of my favorite series i love i would that like to so watch much it, it's such a cool story and it's I like, had a great ending and <laughs> i didn't see it i hear a lot of people hate that ending, but i actually really like maybe it. i'm thinking the wrong thing that had a great <laughs> ending something had a great ending I, if, you, I, if you know what it is watch it <laughs> i actually really enjoyed the ending and i thought it was really cool but at least i remember back when i was a wee little college lad but there's a lot of people who were not very happy with that ending Huh? Did you ever watch it? That was mm, nope. Yeah, it really seems nice. like something I'd like, but yeah, it's uh, it's real nice. Um, but yeah, I, that 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 may get me back. That may get me to subscribe to the cock for a little bit. So. <laughs> 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 NBC, that's free. <laughs> How much money per month would you pay for the cock? <laughs> oh, NBC. Oh boy, uh, five dollars a month. Boy, oh, maybe. <laughs> And on that note, I think we will wrap it up. Um, that was <laughs> another episode of Gamers Advocate. I appreciate you coming along for the hangout session that we just had and catching up. And I had a lot of fun. So yeah, it was so a good did time. Sir Fetch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to remind everyone to, if they want to be a part of the show, like Eric and Frank from Missouri, send an email <coughs> to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Once again, that is podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. I also, if you're... If you are interested in modern warfare and you know the kind of story behind it, I do want really want to bring to shout out Michael Phipps, who's one of the co-hosts of the official SDGC podcast, who's a good friend of mine. He's an awesome guy in the industry, and he wrote this piece on IGN about white phosphorus. I think we talked about this on another show, like a, mm-hmm. a previous show that you can kind of listen to about 
white phosphorus in Call of Duty and why it may not have been the best decision because it's kind of a war crime to use this thing. And he kind of he's a former Marine and he goes into a lot of detail about why they just he's not saying like censor the game or take it out or do anything. It's just like think about what you're doing and why it needed to happen. So I thought it was a really good piece that I really recommend. People. I absolutely love that article. That yeah, he wrote. it yeah. was well thought out. Yeah, very well written. Now, very don't. Well thought out. Don't read the comments underneath because oh it was God. the most Seriously. ignorant shitstorm I've ever yeah, seen in my insane. life. It's insane. But he's he's a really good guy that really does a lot of good things, and I know he's he's been through it, so he knows what he's talking about. And right. It's definitely worth worth a read. So definitely check out that article on IGN. Really good. For and, sure. Um, I also do want I, I, I just released one of my newest features on IGN. I've been working on it all week. It's a history of every accessory, Nintendo accessory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I, I oh, built, but that took some time. It took a long time. And it's hard because especially like – the um virtual boy that's well that was not that's that was an actual piece of hardware so that wasn't an accessory it was like a stand Fine, i'll thing. go fuck myself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's hard because especially in the olden days like it's hard to find out exactly what's an official accessory what's not there's not as many like things but like there in 1995 nintendo made a pc joystick that had N64 branding on it, but wasn't compatible with the N64. It was like a license thing. <laughs> in 1988, the NES had a network device where you can connect to the internet and like buy and trade stocks and check sports scores and like download different uh, games. Like it's there's some the future. I know there's like there was like a whole like programming kit you can buy for the NES. There was like what? there was a, a um, Nintendo back in I think it was 1989. Or for, and it might have been in the early 90s. They made a, a a hands-free controller, basically, that you wear it like a vest, and you, like, puff and, like, suck. And it's <laughs> and it blows <laughs> your house down. <laughs> you puff and blow, and, like, it, it, it will either activate um, the A button or the B button. Should we tell him that that's not <laughs> his, his memories? I'm thinking are... of something different. Oh, my God. Adam, I think he might need therapy. Yes, maybe. But they also, like, had a chin strap joystick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you need to talk to somebody professionally. This is straight up a sex story. It is definitely. There, there might be a copay story, involved, but, <laughs> but get that help. It's so awesome. But like you see, besides the sex aspect of this whole thing, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, Xbox was doing their adaptive controller and doing stuff. And it's just yes. cool that Nintendo was kind of like doing something like that way back then. So I definitely recommend trying it out. It's it's It was a cool trip down memory lane nice. in the history. I learned a lot because I, you know, I love Nintendo. And there's even things where I was like, whoa, I can't even uh, believe they did this. I'll so. check that out for sure. Yeah, so. Yeah, once again, you can check out all my articles on IGN and all that stuff. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Adam Bankers. You can follow Bill. At Knighted by the Mighty Onion Sword. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought nice. I was going to be at Watch the Cock. <laughs> I didn't want to go too easy. <laughs> subscribe to the subscribe, cock. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. You can follow Adrian. Classic Quiche 94. And you can follow Jack at Jack Whittington. And he will respond to you all the time. He's very yeah. active on Yeah, Twitter. he's he probably, <laughs> of all four of us, Definitely. he's probably the, the one that you know tweets the most. I would say he's so. He's actually got a Twitter command center in his basement where he just keeps it just scrolling <laughs> yeah, through. Exactly. That's what he's doing he right now. Yeah, he can't for sure. Pull himself away. So, yeah, that's, it's going to be pretty funny. Um, yeah, next week's State of Play, I think I may be helping cover for IGN and. I'd like to do a uh, you know some similar thing that I did with nin the Nintendo Direct, but we'll see if I have a computer by then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll serious. see what happens. Freaking a man. But anyway, really appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend, an awesome day. Play some awesome games. Just know we love you, and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. -bye. <laughs>